1: Bosch to left field deep. Sam going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth is capped by Matt Chaplin's three run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is five to four. It's now time for the A's
2: Clubhouse Show.
3: Chris Townsend and Vince Catronio with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. There is a lot to get into. And one way to look at it is there's a lot of people out there playing uh, very strange baseball. The Houston Astros lost at home to the Kansas City Royals. Uh, I'm sure they're kicking themselves, but I don't even want to. Even though you didn't lose ground, even though the Astros lost, I don't even want to get into that. You got to get into yourself. You got to look yourself in the mirror. And for a team that we can sit here and look at the record and say they're still in it for the division, they're hard. They still have a quality record, Vince, at 70 and 56. But these last three games. Are so demoralized. It's like if a really good team could hit rock bottom, they've done it.
4: Yeah, if you get these three games in the bank, Chris, and those are games that you can, you know, that you can go back and check the deposit later when you really need it. And considering you've had the lead in the eighth inning or later in all three of those games, it is—it's devastating, and especially for a club that's, you know, been pretty consistent in that regard, closing games out with a lead and it. And the manner that it's happened, Chris, with the long ball—that's—is just a complete, you know, punch. Not in the gut. I mean, it's a—I think it's a punch in the jaw—and just sends you to the canvas. And it's just—it's it, really—it's really challenging. And knowing that, you know, the the Mariners—this was a Mariners kind of game. We said it during the during the broadcast, Town. I mean, you know, close games, one-run games. I know it was a two-run game, but close games—that's—that's that's their M.O. And they've done that better head-to-head against the A's. The A's haven't even won a one-run game against them. They're 0-5 against them in that regard, and 4-7 overall. And you, you just can't do that. You can't have a losing record against the teams that are behind you. And you've got a, you've got a team that's wearing pinstripes that is absolutely surging right now with the Yankees as they come calling on, on Thursday. And you've got to find a way to, to, to earn a split tomorrow with the swerving Irvin and, and then you know go into the <laughs> off day with some kind of positive frame of mind. Because if you don't, it's going to be the longest 48 hours before the Yankees come calling on Thursday night. Yeah, the number
3: is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. And and for Lou, you know, all you got to do, and I have done that already while I was listening to you uh, before it got to me, just going to MLB.com and looking where those pitches are, and they are very, very hittable and at straight, and 96 miles an hour, once again, these guys are used to seeing 98 to 100. If you're straight and you're right in the zone, you know, is there a chance? Are they always going to barrel it up? No, but lately they are, and he almost got out of it. I'll ask you about that in a second because I didn't like uh, two of the shifts, but for the most part, it's uh,
4: location, location, location is biting Lou. Yeah, I mean, with – with Lamont Wade on Saturday, uh, he hit a ball in a in an area that he doesn't hit home runs. Now, leading up to that, his fastball command on Saturday was not very good, as you saw with, you know, probably more changeups than what you would maybe were expecting. To, to, for me today, you know, Ty France is he's the hottest hitter in, in the American League since the All Star break, strictly playing in the American League. Now we know Starling Marte's had better numbers overall, including a little bit of his time. Uh, with the Marlins before he, before he came over. But what I didn't see tonight and the pitch that, that allowed Lou to, to rise in prominence was the cutter, where that ball that he hit out, if that's a cutter, has a little bit of extra movement, it gets off the barrel, and maybe it's more of a routine fly ball to right or a foul ball to the right side instead of the way that he just, he just center cut it. I mean, he just centered it on the barrel and, and out it went on a, you know, on a cool night. Here at the Coliseum. So yeah uh, I I you just gotta get through it. I mean, I don't know what else you can say. All the things you pointed out at the outset make perfect sense, and that's what the A's have gotta rely on. But they've got to they've gotta win a game late. I mean they've gotta be able to hold a, a close lead and they've gotta exercise these demons and then continue to do that time and time again, or else this thing, you know, you're gonna step into the eighth and ninth innings and you got a one run lead and you're saying, Okay, what what's going to go wrong instead of, you know, we're going to lock this down and you guys are not going to come back on us. And that's the feeling the A's have got to regain.
3: You know, one of the things that's hidden in baseball is why they shift and why they don't on certain players. I am not making any – and to me, Toro's ground ball, that if you're almost – if you feel you have to shift him, if Elvis was playing more of like a double play depth he makes that play. That's a six-three, and then Bowers, the change-up that he hits into left field, that would be right at the shortstop. So I felt in that inning, and I'm not making any excuses for Lou, but I think shifting just a shift. We don't know the analytics of when you get beat, how they chart that, but I think the shift cost him twice in that
4: inning. Well, it's a fair point, Chris. But every team does that, and every, and every team would probably have the same kind of conversation about that very point at various times in the game on why you know, X and Y beat us when we're set up you know, A, B, and C. For me, you go back earlier in, in that inning, the two changeups you threw back-to-back, 3-2, you know, you know, go from 3-1 to 3-2, then the strikeout, Jared Kellen, good ups down, straight down. And I think that's what he wanted with Jake Bowers, and it just didn't happen. It was a changeup that just kind of went across the plate. It stayed elevated. It was a pitch that Bowers could recognize and do what he could with the ball away, with that open area. So, uh, if the ball is straight down, maybe it's a swing and a miss, and you're still playing tonight. But that wasn't the case, and that's the thing the A's have got—they've got to regain. I mean, they've, they've got to regain the ability to to stay in the fight, to, to close out the innings, and. And win the close game late that's because that's something that's going to have to happen. the, the, the A's are going to be playing some some tough games, and we've said all along, Chris, right now, the identity of this club is pitching and defense. The offense is just is not carrying the club two more solo home runs it's seventy one percent solo home runs. I know you know that number like uh, the back <laughs> of your hand because you've been on that, but you just if you're going to do that kind of damage you have to make it a crooked number the A's have been unable to do that uh my San Jose State math
3: uh last nine (laughs) games runners in scoring position yep 147
4: yep wow yeah nine for 61 including tonight uh you want to hang around for the whole show you know I would love to (laughs) but you're so good at this and the fans really love conversing with you. you you have a great camaraderie with with folks all up and down the, the coast of California, even as far away as Portland, sometimes New Jersey, and even Australia. Ah. So I'm sure you've got folks that are ready to, to chime in, and you're ready to, to try to talk them off the ledge as you stand on the edge yourself. Ah. You'll do it, Chris. I know you will. I have complete confidence in you. Thank you, Vinny. You have a wonderful drive home. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Tony.
3: <laughs> 833-625-2278. Line them up. Line them up. I know how you feel. I Once again, you didn't lose any ground uh, on the Astros. I mean, it's crazy. I, it's absolutely crazy. You didn't lose any ground. You did lose ground in the wild card. You're now trailing. Boston with the walk-off grand slam, and the Yankees have now won 10 in a row as they took down the Braves. So you're now, if the if it ended today, you're not in the playoffs. And even though you can look at the record and go, hey, well, they're still 70-56, this has such a rock-bottom feeling to it. Like, who do you now na- – like, here you are with 36 games left, and you still have a ton of unknowns. You got a lead tomorrow. In the ninth inning, who do you go to? Who are you going to? Who do you feel comfortable with? You tell me, you're Bob Melvin. You got a one-run lead heading in the top of the ninth inning. You look down to that bullpen, who are you calling for? The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
2: For all your building and remodeling needs. This is A's Total
6: Access.
3: All right, and the number is 833 625 2278. Let's go to John, and what are you in, Calusa County? Go ahead, John.
7: Hey, Tony, how's it going?
3: Uh, Do you really want to know? <laughs>
7: well, I'll tell you what, these last three games, they've been tough. Uh, so Trevino gave up a bomb, ninth inning. Uh, I understand that. But uh, breakdown, Bowers at bat for me because he was 2-2 in the count, and then he throws a change up, you know, right around probably the thighs, a little outside and the shift is on, and Bauer goes opposite field with it. If we have the shift on, wouldn't you want to throw inside, get him to pull the ball instead of go opposite field? Why would you throw outside instead of inside?
3: Well, that is, that is the ultimate debate. Do I pitch to the shift, or do I pitch to what I feel comfortable with and is my strength? That is that I have asked a lot of different people. And I've gotten multiple answers because if you're a pitcher, think about this. I'm looking at exactly where that pitch was. It was actually a little bit outside. It was not a strike. He went the other way with it. But if you were playing straight up, that's an out. Like, do you do your job as a pitcher if you get a guy to hit it where – in a normal circumstance a player would be there i don't know the scout scouting report on jake bowers i don't know the scouting report on these guys you don't know it i don't know it so are cuz i'm telling you right now there are organizations who just shift to shift because they're playing percentages they're they they're, they're they're card players it's like playing poker they're playing the percentages, but if I'm a pitcher and you hit it right where the shortstop normally is, and now he's not there because he's playing up the middle or even shading over to the side of second base, did I not do my job?
7: Yeah, I, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I always thought, why not pitch to the shift? If you're going to shift, pitch to where you're shifting your players, pitch to where you're Putting your infielders. That always made more sense to me. But
3: But why would that and, make and, more sense? You're now you're now telling me to pitch towards a defense versus pitch to what I feel comfortable with. And so basically what you're telling me right now, and I just want to walk you through this. Left handed hitters love the ball unless they are a slap hitter to left field. Left hand hitters love it in and they love it in and down. Well, if you're shifting to the right side, you want me to pitch to the guy's strength in his happy zone?
7: That's a good point.
3: Or do I hope that I throw a changeup outside and he rolls over it into the shift? I, to me, I would love to have like a round table where you take pitching coaches with guys who set the defense, show me the analytics, show me every guy, because every hitter's different, every hitter's tendencies are different, and I just wonder how many times are teams just shifting to shift, trying to play the percentage. But if you're a pitcher, like if you get a guy to hit a ground, like Matt Olson today hit a ground ball to shortstop, was a base hit. But if I'm a pitcher, didn't I do my job? He hit a ground ball to short.
7: Yeah. Yeah. So, so then why not throw Deepman instead of Trevino today?
3: Well, as of right now, you, you got to remember, before this, Lew had converted 14 straight saves. So I know he blows a save right. against the Giants, and all of a sudden everybody's like, ah. But obviously today didn't work out also. So let me ask you the question of the night at 833-625-2278. you got a lead going into tomorrow. You're Bob Melvin. Who you calling to close it out?
7: Well, I like Romo. He's done a he's done a pretty good job being consistent and getting outs.
3: That you know what? I, Isn't that crazy to think of where we are with thirty six games left? You look down at that bullpen and you're like, "Let's see, Trevino right now? No, Deekman scares the you know what out of me with his control. I'm not going Guerra or Birch Smith or." Uh, maybe Chafin, Romo's the guy. Can you imagine? I mean, if I would have said in spring training with 36 games left, the one guy I think I actually feel like can close (laughs) a game out with is Sergio Romo. Oh, my God. Thank you for the phone call, John. I I appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Tom in Lafayette. Tom, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
8: You doing? This is uh, this is the third straight game. is like a national nightmare, just not wanting to go away.
3: Yeah, it's um, that's why I said it's you know even though matter even though you know you're you're still right behind the Astros, you're still in this wild card thing. I mean, it feels like
9: ten and a half.
8: It's three. They're three and a half out, and it feels like a ten and a half game. I I know. It feels like it like like
3: it, it feels like rock bottom, doesn't it?
8: Yeah. Yeah, and to answer your question, uh, either Chafin or or Romo. I mean, it's just, but it's the men. They can't hit with men on base and a bunch of solo home runs. It's just, it's just empty RBIs to me. And it's just, the A's have a ton of them right now, and it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. I mean, I mean that 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 Giants, that Giants series, they, they had no business losing Saturday and Sunday no business at all losing those games. and just uh and tonight was just another example just uh, and the key here comes with two out, just brutal.
3: Yeah, I mean, you talk about the solo home runs. We've been charting this for a long time now. They got 157 home runs on the year, 111 are solo. By far, <laughs> they by far lead major league baseball. In solo home runs, the next closest oh, yeah. teams no, are the Jays yeah. and the Twins. It's like, you know, it's no. like you put guys on base, ball's not going over the wall. Put nobody on base, next thing you know, ball goes over the wall. It's just, oh, the, yeah. so, I mean, a home run's nice. Yeah. It's a run, but you know what? If you're gonna give up a solo home run as a pitcher, ah, eh, it's a solo. I, it's just,
8: yeah, right. yeah. But, but he you stay, know what? He stays on the ball game, so. There's
3: only thirty six yeah. games left. This is who they are. We've watched this all year long.
8: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. In the Yankee series. They, they, they've got to clear up the Yankee series. The Yankees are ahead of us, and, and if, if we get if we lose three out of four, four or four, we could be dead and buried for the wild card. And it's just it's just can't happen. So
3: yeah, you're, you you know what? I uh, you. Yeah, thanks for the phone call. You're right. You have a bad series against the Yankees once again tomorrow. You wake up tomorrow, there's 36 games left. That's it. And last time I checked, you stink in division. You take the Angels out, you're you're terrible in division. And you're terrible once again against teams that are 500 or better. I mean, I hate t- this it's almost like the same show, night after night after night. Hey, Townsend, were they against 500 or better? Oh, they're 28 and 39. You know, I mean, you're, you're just talking about the same talking points. Well, that's what happens. In a 160, 162-game in season, it reveals who you are. I mean, in division, they're 29 and 27. Take out what they did or what they've done against the Angels, and they're well under 500. So you're well under 500 in division, and you're well under 500 against teams that are good. I don't know anybody that would say that's a recipe for success. The number is 833 625 2278. I'm asking you, you're Bob Melvin. Tomorrow, you got a lead in the ninth inning. Who you calling? Because you got a day off on Wednesday. Who you go who those three remember how people like to act, ah, you know, the you know, the last three outs, maybe they can be a little overrated. The high leverage innings can be in the sixth, the seventh, the eighth. The toughest three outs to get in Major League Baseball. It's the finality. It's the last three outs. So I'm asking you. You got to make that call. You're Bob Melvin. You got to get those last three outs. You got a one run lead. Who you calling? Pick up the phone. Who you getting up? 833 625 2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A'scast. That's athletics.com slash A'scast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A'scast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre- and post-game coverage, and, of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A'scast today.
0: You're listening to the A's Total Access Show. All
3: right, the number is 833-625-2278. You better bring it angry, Rob. You're going to be saying you're angry. You better bring it.
1: I'm totally angry. You know, I mean, you got three bad calls in a row on, on the who to call for the pitcher. of have been Romo every time. Romo's got the experience. Lou just doesn't have it in a high-leverage situation, just as coach and our friend down there by Morro Bay. I mean, you can't reinvent the wheel. It's just wisdom. You're making bad calls, and Melvin has to wear it. Because, you know, Romo is an experienced guy. I mean, he had a rubber arm there for a while, but he's, 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 he wants to play. He likes playing for the A's. He was tossed around for a little bit. We picked him up. He's got the spirit when he's out there, too. I mean, I... I'm beside myself with the whole How can you be proud of what just went down the last three days? We're like the laughing stock of baseball right now. I mean, bitter bill. I mean, they're all right. And I'm right, too. I, I'm, I'm not going to apologize for what I just said. Did I bring uh, it in us?
3: <laughs> yeah.
12: yeah, I mean, Was that angry the, enough? The, I mean, the, I can get the, really the, I can growl.
3: I mean there's there's no uh I'm not I'm not fighting anybody on anything. I mean when when the last 9 games, when you're when you're trying to make the playoffs in the last 9 games, you're hitting 147 with runners in scoring position and you're blowing games late with the bullpen. That's just that that's bad. I mean, I don't think anybody can walk out. You know, it's one thing where you go, "Ah, eh, we lost. Ah, eh, we'll get them tomorrow." I don't think anybody is walking out of the clubhouse tonight going, you know, hey, let's go get him tomorrow. I mean, if you're not, like, ticked off about this, if you're not somewhat kind of worried about this, like, you're now not in the wild card. You're lucky that Houston continues to be just like you. Houston's just like the A's. They just keep losing, too. It's like the two, like, who really even wants to win this division?
1: They hit better. They'll hit better, and then they're gonna. We don't have good at bats. Our at bats, like right after we got smeared by uh by the White Sox, you know, our last game, we looked like we firmed up a little bit, and we're you know gonna look good, give it a quality you know plate appearance like Jed Lowry, a professional hitter. And then we get a little little swag and we start you know getting feeling a little entitled, and we start loosening up, and then when of course we get uh at the very end of the games, you know, when we try to have a comeback, we're not coming back because we're weak because we can't. We don't know how to uh, grind and and maintain our at bats, and it's it's maintaining your your. Uh, I mean the the, um, the character, like the, the personalities of these guys, they got to really focus on maintaining aim. And like those last at bats in the ninth inning, everyone looks like on tilt and weak, sloppy, just swing. Whether it's an at bat, whatever you got to
11: think, it's that's such
1: it's just an at bat. I mean, come on, you guys. I'll tell you this,
3: all you need to to do, and thank you, Rob, all you need to do is look how the Giants handled their business in the last, late in the last two games. Look how how Seattle handled their business. Look at the at-bats. Look at the indifference. If you just went back and you look at the last three games, seventh inning on, look at the Giants, look at the Mariners, and look at the A's. Let's go to Richard in Fresno. Go ahead, Richard. You're on the A's Clubhouse show.
13: All right. So who to blame? So there's lots of places. We could go with Trevino. We could go with puck. Lack of hitting. Runners left on base. Lack of hitting with runners in scoring position. But I'm going to go a little bit different direction. I was at the the Saturday and Sunday game with the Giants. And it's sitting on the third base side. And I'm going to say some blame blame has got to go to third base coach Mark Kotze, especially in yesterday's game. Here we are at the bottom of the ninth. Canna's on or bottom of the eighth. Canna is on first. Marte hits a double and Kotze holds them up. It's two outs. you got to put the pressure on them. Let them run. And let's see what happens at the plate. And as it turns out, the uh, right fielder bobbled the ball, but Kotze, I think, is a little too conservative. I saw him do it in the Saturday game, held somebody up a third where I thought they could have uh, brought him home. So I'm just throwing the blame out. Hey, you know what's
3: interesting about that, Richard? I'm just going to be late on the line here. I've had a lot of calls saying he's too aggressive. Now you're saying he's (laughs) not aggressive enough. I think Canada gets thrown out easy at home there. But I'm just saying I took a lot of phone calls about how Good. Kotze was just too reckless, and now you're saying he's too conservative.
13: I think he's gone the other way. Canna has the speed, and he's not I, that I fast. In- Come on. Well, you know, hey, hey he's faster than some, a lot of the other guys. But I was in line, I was watching Kotze, and the right fielder got the ball in his hands just as um, Kana was coming around third and I still think he could have made it home because I didn't see a cutoff guy there. Um, I, hey, look, it's the bottom of the eighth. got to take our chances. you gotta, you got to put the pressure on them. Here was the opportunity to do it. We didn't do it. I've seen this happen in the past, and the next guy comes up, Olsen, and he, he grounds the ball, and then we're done. So
3: This is why I'd never I, want that job because if – He sends him, and he gets thrown out easy. Everybody's like, "What the hell were you doing?" It is a thankless job. It.
13: But the only time. But don't you agree with? Don't you agree with Marte? He's doing stuff. He's giving it a shot. You know, he's making it fun, and he may get thrown out like he tried to turn that single into a double. Hey, but he's trying something. You know.
3: Well, hey, hey, let me tell you something. You know why he can get away with that? Because he's playing so well. If you're, not, yeah. if you're not playing well, you're a bonehead. That play he did tonight was not smart. But the way Marte's playing, you go you go get him, be aggressive. When you're playing great and you're hot, That's you right. will forgive some things. If you're not That's hot, right. we will forgive nothing.
13: Even the TV casters were calling him the, the running ace tonight. I mean, when, when have they been called that? So at least there's something fun going on. Um, even hey, if it doesn't hey, work, hey. but Hey, we got to do something.
3: Hey, you know what? I'd rather be called. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, hitting with runners and scoring position. A's <laughs> I'm with
13: you, brother. I'm with you.
3: Hey, should we make some t-shirts? <laughs>
13: <laughs> and, and as far as who I would have brought in, they should have left chafing in. He's a lefty. And they had nothing but left-handed hitters coming up. He was throwing well. Why didn't they leave him in for, for the ninth? Or, or leave them in for another inning and then bring Bro- Romo in in the ninth? I don't know why they took him out early. Uh, and then you had Deakman. You need a left-hander against the lefties. So that's my other complaint tonight. Yeah, I hear you. Thank you for the
3: phone call. Always a good call. Let's go to uh, T-Bone. Go ahead, T-Bone. You're on the A's Clubhouse Show. T Bone, turn your
9: radio down.
1: Yeah, I'm out here in uh, Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Here, my buddy and I are driving out, and we're listening to the game. And I, I you know, you guys talk about who 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 should be pitching or whatnot. I think it's all about the offense. Why aren't we hitting the ball? You know, I wouldn't even worry about the pitching.
14: Yeah,
3: it'd be nice to have one of those blowout wins where you're not stressing at the end of the game. Uh, That would be exactly what the doctor ordered. Sorry, T-Bone, you're not with me. You got to turn your – sorry about that. You got to turn the radio off. Glass, glass half full, Kelly. I'm gonna have a hard time with glass full tonight. I'm just, and, and I love being glass half full, but my, my dauber's down and my glass, I, I'm like a, I'm like a shot of whiskey. I'm at the very bottom right now.
15: Okay, well, I'm just gonna cheer you up. There were no football lines. The football, the Raiders did not destroy the field, so the A's have a clean field to play on. All right, that's all I got. But I am gonna go with Romo for the pitcher. I think Romo needs to start finishing the games off, and I am a true, true Sweet Lou fan. He's blown a couple of saves, and I'm hoping he comes out of it, but Romo is the hot bullpen pitcher right now.
3: Yeah, there's no question. I mean, and I hate to say that, with only 36 games to go. I mean, to— It's gut
15: check time.
3: I mean to have to have this issue with just thirty six games to go is just ah uh, it's 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 a really bad look. It really is.
15: Well, I remember being at a game when they had to win it to win the, to get to the wild card. When it was, I don't two thousand twelve, and they came through. And the next day, I was at the next day game against Texas, and they came through again. So I am not giving hope I am not giving up on them. 36 games a lot can happen in 36 games
3: that is fact that is fact I mean there, there is no question about that and we need you to stay positive because if, if you go south on a you go south on us I, I don't know where I'll go
15: I'm always going to be half full Kelly for you Chris always
3: always well you always call in and always set us straight
15: not a problem
3: because because right. any... what did what what did Annie say what did Annie say?
15: I don't put it say? I don't know. Tell me. The sun will come up tomorrow. Oh, this is true. Tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new game. There's thirty-six games, and we're not talking like we have five games left, and we have to win every one. It's thirty-six. Everybody, there's plenty of time.
3: Plenty of time. We
15: need to kick it into high gear.
3: You have no idea what I've been able to do in a month of my life. There's a lot of. There's a lot that can still go on. This is true. You just made me feel Be better. Well, that's my job. A little bit
15: forever and ever. <laughs> All
3: right. <laughs> Have a safe drive home. All right. The number is eight three three six two five two two seven eight. I want to know tomorrow. You got a one run lead. Where are you going? I got to look up here. Let's see. I'm thinking about something real quick. Everybody, just hold on. Thank God she called. Made me feel a little bit better. Yeah, there's 36 games left. You're not out of anything at this point. There's a long way to go. Gut check time with the Yankees coming to town. But you can't even think about the Yankees because right now you've got to be focused on you've got to finish what you got going here. So Romo has thrown two straight days. Well, desperate times calls for desperate measures. If you're calling for Romo tomorrow in the ninth, it's three straight days, but you know what? What the hell? You got the day off on Wednesday. I mean, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? You've given up the lead late in three straight games. It doesn't get any more demoralizing than this. This the this is the equivalent of losing three straight football games where you've lost on the last second kick three straight weeks in a row. Three straight basketball games where you've lost on guys chucking up threes with the clock going to zero. I mean, that's what this is. It's demoralizing. It's horrible. But you got 36 games left. Who are you as a club? You know, we can't will you to win as a fan base. We, we, we can give you all the positivity. We can give you all the love. And they can say, well, that doesn't matter. We don't care. Okay, well, then you know what? Go out and win games. Finish it off. Stop hitting solo home runs. How about hit home runs when guys are on? How about drive-in runs when guys are on? How about a couple laughers? How about a couple nine four? How how about six two? How about you know not every single game at the end and every pitch and the stress? Why not? That offense really could help out the bullpen right now. I know I'm not I'm I'm kind of captain obvious here, but really if the offense could come out few games here against good teams and actually put up some runs, some crooked numbers. Maybe we, we wouldn't be gripping it so much at the end of every game. All right, if you're listening on a terrestrial radio station and they're leaving us, shame on them, you go to athletics.com slash cast. That's athletics.com slash cast. Or download the iHeartRadio app and you can listen to the show here. A brutal one, another one. Three straight, tough, late losses. This one to the Mariners. 5 to 3. Your phone calls, eight three three six two five two two seven eight. 625 2278 Next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
11: Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente.
0: We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central
16: Communicate, Collaborate, Connect. Whatever California families get into, they trust Honda Pilot to get after. It with all-wheel drive, tons of cargo space, room for eight, and gas mileage so incredible, you can go from the Sierras to the surf on a single tank. And right now, get a family-friendly deal and get after it in a rugged Honda Pilot, CRV, or HRV. Visit your NorCal Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
6: The 0-1 pitch on the way. He swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Gostropski will turn and
1: watch. And the A's have tied it up on a ninth inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotty. This
15: is the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: All right, the commander, Commander Cody, has just sent me this. In 25 of Seattle's 126 games this season, The Mariners took the lead in their final at-bat to win the game 19.8% of the time. Only one team in American League history has had a higher percentage of their games end in a last at bat victory. Can you name that team? I want you to think about this. Can you name that team? Well, of course you can't, because it's the 1918 Washington Senators. They won the game in their final at-bat a whopping 20% of the time. Never been done before. Well, thanks for that, Cody. That's wonderful. Let's go to uh, Mike in Fresno. Go ahead, Mike. You're on the A's Clubhouse show.
9: Hey, Townsie. Uh, Another rough one. But, hey, a couple things. I, again, I, I hit on this a couple of times when I've called. I see all these as organizational losses. This team that they put together, you know, they don't have a lot of character, for one. I don't see. Because if we had character, we'd have somebody stepping up and getting hot. They're throwing guys out there like Seth Brown. That You look at the at the teams in the American League West, Seth Brown's on none of those other teams' rosters. And we get rid of a sure, you know, a closer, which is one of the best in baseball, don't even make an attempt to sign him. And then we trade for a guy from San Diego, which I don't think was cheap, and he's out for the year. If we would have kept, made an attempt to keep two players from last season who were high-character guys, it might have been a different thing. But I'm, I'm done watching Seth Brown come up in high-pressure situations, and that's the organization that put all that together. I don't get it. Maybe you have some insight on that.
3: Well, they did not trade for Trevor Rosenthal. He was a free agent, and they signed him to a free agent deal. Liam Hendricks signed the largest deal ever for a reliever with not the experience of a guy uh, that closed a lot of games out. So God knows the A's were never going to do that, so I don't even know why you'd think they'd even do that. So uh, it is what it is. And, if you know... The the real bugaboo for this A's bullpen in the end will be, and if we look back and if it all falls, you can look back and be like, man, Trevor Rosenthal, who threw the ball great from Kansas City to San Diego last year, the fact that he gets hurt before the start of the season and can't even pitch, that'll be one of the things, and I, I know it's been so long that we've talked about it. I think uh, that'll be something we look back if this season goes not the way we want to go. We'll look back and go, man, that really, really hurt. But if you think they were ever going to give out the highest contract ever to a reliever, you're kidding yourself.
9: Well, I'm wondering if he would have come back on one year before he really got deep into the negotiations. You know, one more season with each of those guys, and I think uh, Simeon only signed a one-year contract. They would have made the effort for one more year, and I know the payroll would be high, but to me, that's going in. That's going all in.
3: No, the the Liam Hendricks thing was never going to happen. Liam was getting offers that the A's would never have matched. That that really, really most teams wouldn't have matched. I mean, this was a record deal. I mean, the White Sox, you know, the problem with the White Sox have had in the past is that they've wanted to spend money and no one wanted to take their money. Like, they wanted Manny Machado. They've offered certain guys money and no one would take their money and they finally found somebody who would, and that was Liam Hendricks.
9: Yeah, you know, can't blame them, but I just wish they would at least maybe put forth some effort. You never know when you put forth the effort. It just didn't seem that they put putting the effort in that. And, and it did kill us that we did sign up for Agent Closer and he's gone, you know, and never, it's just, it's just and never threw a pitch. Never threw a pitch, you that's, know. You know and, what
3: that's called? That's called unlucky.
9: <laughs> yeah, but then again, what are we stuck with now? We're stuck with outside of pitching seeing Seth Brown come up game after game to strike out. This is my yeah, last but you know where that 90s. is,
3: Mike? That's because Stephen Piscotti. Yeah. If Stephen Piscotti yeah. didn't have the wrist, we wouldn't even be – Seth, Seth oh, Brown would be in AAA. So ab-
9: absolutely. But we don't have anybody else in the system besides Seth – I mean, I don't mean to pick on Seth Brown, but he seems to be coming up in a lot of situations where he can just put the bat on ball and – Manufacture a run, and it's whiff after whiff after whiff. You know, and, if he, and, if he connects,
3: and if he connects, and if he connects, it's the old solo home run. Thank you, exactly. Mike, for the phone call. Let's go to uh, Tom and San Lorenzo. Tom, you are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Yes.
6: How are you doing?
3: Miserable.
6: <sighs> well, you know what? Uh, my pick for closer is Moreland.
3: Mitchie Two Bags was throwing, you know, eighty, I tell
6: you, eighty-seven to
3: eighty-nine, and he had he had a little funk on him. I was impressed. Yeah,
6: yeah, he he had him, he had him, he had him scared.
3: That would be like one of the greatest stories in the history of baseball if all of a sudden Mitch Moreland became this ace reliever. And next thing you know, <laughs> Mitch Moreland is leading you to the playoffs,
6: and
16: he's
3: like the World Series MVP oh my, and starts oh god, a whole new
6: fantastic. career. Oh my god! Well, listen, I th- uh, the, the one of the more serious note, you know, uh, there is a there is a definite trend, and you talked about it earlier. The A's just aren't winning against the good teams. They're they're not winning those series. They're they're just not playing well against good teams, and. Like you said, we only have 30-plus games now. Very doubtful that's going to change. Very doubtful. I mean, any any team can get hot at any time, but, you know, baseball's about trends, and that trend does not look good. And I I think the worst trend uh, than that, though, is, you know, Oakland has lost the Warriors. Oakland has lost the Raiders. And there's another trend there. And I just hope that they don't lose the A's. I've been going since they moved here to Oakland, and uh, I, I'm, I'm not feeling real optimistic. Uh, I know some people in the Oakland uh, uh, government, and it, it just, it, it, to me, it just doesn't look very good. So, I hate to say that, but I, I, I hope I'm wrong there. I hope I'm wrong because I don't know if Oakland would be the first team ever to lose three teams. Anyway, Uh, take care. Have a great evening.
3: (laughs) The answer to is yes. No city has ever lost three teams. And that would be very, very tragic. And I worked around all three. And to see it over and over again is not a whole lot of fun. Let's go to Ed in Oakland. Ed, you are on the A's Clubhouse show.
12: Chris, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. You know, it's an interesting thing, but I was on the phone listening to the radio, and I didn't go to my computer. I'm not on AceCast. That's, that's an interesting thing. I stayed with you as you went to AceCast on the phone. So, anyway, uh, you asked for a prediction, I think, of who will be our closer tomorrow for winning by one no, run. No, no, I'll no, say no. I don't
3: want a prediction. I want to know. I'm making you, Ed, Bob Melvin. I want to know who you're going after. All right.
12: I'll- I'll go after the guy I would predict is Diekman. I would use Diekman tomorrow. You've got to. You can't use Trevino. He might be a little tired. But uh, and what, Trevino will then have two days rest. And I think he'll u- use Trevino again when the Yankee, the first Yankee game because he has two days rest. You know, Bob Melvin does, seems to support you know, a, a, like a closer, when a closer loses or gets, you know, looks bad, gets hit, Bob Melvin doesn't uh, bench him, but Bob Melvin uh, typically, and I think a lot of good managers typically bring the guy back, uh, not only for his confidence, but for just the fact that it. you got to look at it, it was just one of those things. Of course, we've got, it was just two of those things with Trevino. But he'll use Trevino in two nights, and if Trevino doesn't come through next time, maybe, maybe he'll go to Romo. You know. Um, hey, Ed, can I, I ask you a question? Ed,
3: Ed, can I ask you a question?
12: Any question?
3: Are you trying to tell me that Bob Melvin doesn't listen to the postgame show and the callers, and when the callers call in and panic, are you telling me Bob Melvin doesn't listen and panic too?
12: He doesn't panic, but he might listen. <laughs> he might listen. You know, uh, I want to I say one other thing. You know, I listen to the radio. I don't see the A's on television, although I got a treat Friday night. For some reason, they were on Channel 4. Uh, Channel 11, they were on ch- 11. That's well, the same station, I think. But anyway, um, I listen to the radio, and most of the time when the A's are losing badly, I just turn it off. I can't take it. You know, you said something nice yesterday, even poetic. You said that we care so much. Well, I, I'm i one of you. I care very much. I just can't stand listening to a lose. And then when they lose games like yesterday and today and Saturday, I just, I won't listen to your after-the-game broadcast. I can't take it. Wow. But for the last two days, you I can't have can't leave listened. me, Ed. No, no, that's what I'm saying. The last two days, I said, I can't leave that guy. I've got to support him. And so I've listened the last two days. And from now on, I won't chicken out and... And not listen. Uh, I mean, no matter how much it hurts, I'm going to listen. Now, I want to ask you something else. Do we have any hope at AAA? Any hope in Las Vegas to bring somebody up in uh, September first? That shortstop that came from Midland, the one that played in the Olympics, he's with AAA now, right? Is that correct? He went to uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, Nick Allen. How's he doing there? He's not hitting. Oh, he's not hitting. That's too bad. Because, uh, you know, there's a lot of disappointments in these hitters this year. Moreland and the shortstop from Texas. I can't think of people's names now. I'm a little bit uh, More, struck. Moreland
3: and Elvis Andrus.
12: Yes, Andrus isn't hitting. And I don't know if he's fielding, because I can't tell. The announcers, you, there's no... <laughs> I can't tell if he's fielding. But he's certainly not hitting. And a lot of disappointments, you know, in the hitting. Uh, uh, so... Anyway, you know the lady that uh that um that called that where the glass is half full nice lady well for her, the glass is a hundred percent full really and um i'm gonna hope you know what else have I got hope and uh that's it but i just i i hope I'll hope and maybe something we can bring somebody up from AAA in september or and uh, and that's the way it'll be, and maybe we, you know, you never, you know, I can't say anything different than other people say. You never know, and there's always hope, right?
3: There's always hope, Ed, and don't leave me, Ed.
12: I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to listen to all the after-the-radio broadcasts from now on, good. assuming I'm, you know, assuming, I'm not going to turn it off because the A's take a tough loss.
3: Thank you, Ed. Have a good evening.
12: Yeah, same to you, Chris. Thank you very much.
3: And maybe that help is Chris Davis because he's swinging it. I, I can't believe I'm saying it, but Chris Davis, I mean, can you do any worse right now? Chris Davis is swinging it down A. Had more hits tonight after the walk-off last night. I don't know. The number is 833-625-2278. Your phone call is next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
17: Looking for something to do on Friday nights? The Oakland Athletics have you covered. Every Friday night, take advantage of a special family four-pack ticket offer. Get four tickets to see the A's and parking starting at just $120. Need more than four tickets? Add-on tickets are available with this deal. Don't miss your chance to see the Giants, Yankees, and more. Deep in the corner,
1: headed for the wall, and gone! And Tony hit a three-run home
17: run for the A's the sixth inning. Friday family four-packs are available at athletics.com value.
16: California road trips are epic, and Northern California families count on Honda to explore every mile. With Honda sensing safety features, legendary dependability, and gas mileage so amazing you can see most of the California coast on a single tank. And right now, get epic deals on Honda Civic, Accord, and more. Visit your NorCal Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
0: This is A's total access.
3: All right, let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Greg in slow. Greg, you are on the A's clubhouse show.
14: Downey, my man, you don't you don't ever have to worry about me leaving you, brother. I'm always here for you.
3: I'm gonna tell you right now: if if you come to the game tomorrow and they lose, you're banned for the rest of the season. <laughs>
14: You better not let my dad hear that. I, I I told him we're going to the yard and you're going to be there, and he's he's jumping for joy, man. He can't wait.
3: Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm really. <laughs> if, if if there's another game like this tomorrow, I don't I mean, I might retire.
14: Uh, you know what? It's it's surprising that I'm actually in a pretty good mood because I'm getting to go. You know, anytime I get to go to the yard, it, it's, you know, I, the countdown's on for me. I'm like a little kid. I don't sleep well. I'm all excited. So that's the only thing that can, uh, can kind of overshadow the, another pathetic effort. So, you know, how are you feeling about uh, Sweet Lou and those change-ups right down the middle? How do you think those are working out?
3: But here's my problem. The one change-up to <laughs> Bowers was hit right to where the shortstop should be.
14: Yeah, and you're big on that. You, I, know, I know you. I know you hate that, I, and 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 I got to have your back on that one because you've been harping on that since day one. So
3: it drives me nuts. I mean, are you shifting just to shift? Is Bowers the biggest power hitter of all time that you have to shift on him? That's what drives me nuts. If I'm a pitcher and I make my pitch, and a guy he, that ball wasn't smoked. That would be a routine out if Elvis was playing shortstop where a shortstop would be. So. I mean, once again, I'm not not in any way sticking up for Lou. I'm just saying as a pitcher, I make my pitch. A guy hits the ball where a normal position player would be. Instead, you got my shortstop playing over past second base. I don't know, man. I made my pitch. If you have the guy playing in the right spot, it's an out.
14: Yeah, I mean, I hear you, and, and 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 like I said, since day one, that's been you, and I give you all the credit for that because you're basically right. It's hard to argue that, but you, you know, the, the guy's a 220 hitter. You know, th- did Lou forget that he throws 98? I mean, why are you throwing leading up change ups to a 220 hitter, man? I mean, well, that's cause you know thing. why?
3: Because his fastball had gotten ripped.
14: <laughs> I okay, I, I guess so, but I mean, again, Bowers 220. I mean, you live and die with your 98, not with your mid range. You know, right down the middle. Wait, when, when up at 82
3: I saw nothing over 96. I saw him 95, well, I mean, 96, okay. and dead straight. Which, by the maybe, way, maybe,
14: you can maybe be hitting 130
3: gun. and you can hit that in the big leagues.
14: No, I mean, you're, I, I hear you. But, but again, too many times the ace pitchers, and this, this is kind of the problem I have with Frankie, too. They get too cute. They get too fine. Where it's like, just bear down and throw fastballs to these 220 hitters. And I, I hear what you're saying. Major League hitters can hit Wait, fastballs. Did you watch this game? But, no, yeah yeah i
3: did did you see those fat the, you you see the fastball go out to right center <laughs> did you see the fastball go out to, to 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 left center go off the wall
14: i mean I, I I hear what you're saying but again he's a 220 hitter I mean you know if, if hes what, what does that matter
3: a- I'm telling you right now this is the big leagues you throw the ball right down the middle of the plate at 96 you could be hitting 220. All these guys, can, you don't get to this level unless you can't hit a fastball.
14: No, I know. and he's, he's got to have better control. and He's got to hit his spots. I get that. But, again, your best pitch isn't a Lou Trevino changeup at 82 to a 220 hitter. I mean, I would rather see Lou just continually get beat with fastballs. If he could just spot his fastball, it would be a different story. But this changeup that he just floats up there, you know, again, to a 220 hitter, it's kind of like, that, dude. Wait, wait a minute. He, mean, did
3: Kelnick, he got the strikeout against Kelnick on that same pitch. That's a one, and that's a one forty three hitter.
14: I know, but I, but Kelnick's been in the show for thirty seconds. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. We we can sit here and analyze all I want. All I know is I told you a couple of days ago, Lou Trevino is not a not a big time closer. He's not a guy that's going to get he's, I would like you to do some some homework on, and find out. No, I'm not Lou doing. A,
3: I am so angry tonight. I am not doing any homework. I'm going to finish well, I'll, this. I'll, I'll, I'm going to throw my equipment against the wall and I'm going to bed.
14: <laughs> I would be interested to see and all Trevino's saves twenty one or twenty two saves how many are against you know above five hundred teams below five hundred teams because i would venture to say Trevino don't got too many saves against over five hundred teams that'd be my bet
3: well the record ain't that great against teams over five hundred so
14: yeah and 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 and, and a part of that he's he's not a good i mean how many years do we got to go back to see Trevino fail i mean his, his his consistency is what it is, and and he and he's just not consistent. He never has been. So, you know, the fact that he's had a pretty good year and he's now breaking down, I'm not shocked. I'm just not shocked.
3: All right, I got a ton of calls. I'm telling you right now, tomorrow's game, they don't win. You're banned <laughs> for 2021.
14: I'm bringing that Central Coast Magic County. And yeah, my you dad's better. You to better. It. And you, hey. better come, you better come see us, brother.
3: All right, see you tomorrow. Let's go to uh, – Taco in Walnut Creek. Go ahead, Taco.
10: Chris, Chris Townsend. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for uh, being here for us through this. You were here through the whole pandemic, and you're here through the uh, whatever this, whatever we want to call this. But um,
3: it's like pandemic part two. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a
10: it's a gut punch part. Yeah, whatever. Um, so just like everybody else, I've been watching pitch by pitch for the last three days. I was at the game on Saturday. And the most I laughed was like a crazy person sitting on my couch when you guys are talking about Mitch Moreland being the closer. But, uh, so thank you for that. But, um, I don't know. I have a, I have a little bit of a different take and I wanted to hear what you had to think about this, but, um, I think we don't, we don't go into the mode of despair. I think we, we should be angry. We should be pissed. We should fight. But I don't think we should be in despair. I think we have the guys that we have to have. I don't think we should blame management. I don't think we should blame third base coach. I don't think we should blame Melvin. I don't think we should blame the owners. We've made a lot of moves. I think they're in it. I, I understand why we've sold off some people. But I think we have the crew. And I said that before last week. The crew we're going to the Giants series with is what we're going to finish the season with. And the guys that we have have experience. Like you've said it many, many times. This isn't a new crew. We just have to find it. And what I'm what I'm scared about is I'm seeing our starting pitchers, Mania, uh, pretty much go down the line, and there's, like, a lack of confidence. And I, I can see it. Well, you know, I don't know about Puck because he just got brought up again, but Puck and even Trevino. And, and there's, like, this lack of fight. So I don't think we need to go into despair and, like, bring people up and put people down and do all this kind of stuff. People just need to find it and pull it out. And I don't know what, you, what your thought is on that, but I know you interviewed Sergio Romo. And uh, it was interesting because he's talking about how the team's mirroring back to him, what he's he brings to the table, right? His experience, the fighter, what he's had to learn about himself and dig deep to find what that is. And I'm hoping that there's people like that, whether it's Gomes, whether it's Moreland, wh- whoever that's kind of been in the trenches, that can just help this team find it because we have the talent. But, you know, eye's is throw- over-pitching because he's all amped up and he's throwing high fastballs that are out of the strike zone. And I don't know where these guys find it from, but they got to find it. I don't think we have time in 36 games to yard sale the team or do anything like that. Oh, you're not reinventing yourself. You're,
3: you, you're not reinventing yourself. You are who you are. This is the team. You're, you, you're either you're either getting into the postseason or you're going down with the ship. There's no. Right. There's nothing like like. Like if you could somehow resurrect Chris Davis and he showed up, hit a couple home runs for you, okay. But for the most part, you are what you are. So, you know, if you think there's any, you know, there's no waiver wire process like in the past. There's this is this is the team. This team either has to they got to suck it up, or they're going to be going home.
10: I think we just need to get mad. I mean, earlier in the season, Dallas Brady was saying he saw Minaya – six foot whatever guy out there getting mad for the first time in a couple seasons. And like, we have to play with a little bit of chip on our shoulder and not just silk around. I, here's, here's what I would say on the positive note. The, the final thing I'll say, we're not getting beat up by crappy teams. We're not getting blown out where the game's over in the fourth inning. I mean, we lost really good teams and I'm, and I'm not trying to like sugarcoat this because I'm just as pissed as everybody else. We made some stupid pitches. We made some stupid plays. We, sh- we, we need to score with run- runners in scoring position for sure. But we didn't get blown away by crappy teams like the Astros or anything like that. We just got beat. Like, we're in a fight. We're fighting prize fighters right now, and we got knocked down. And we just need to get up off the mat and fight. But if we're getting beat the crap out of all these crappier teams, I would, I would, I would feel different. The last thing I'll say is that just remember where we were. We have 36 games left. Remember where we were after seven games in the season. And Everybody forgot about that real quick. So we're, we're going to find it. We just have to find it in ourselves this season right now. And then hopefully this whole wall look back at this uh, week and be like, do you guys remember that the end of August? Yep, I remember that. Holy crap.
3: Yeah, I, so, I, 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 I hope you're right. Let's go to Kyle and Belmont. Go ahead, Kyle. You're on the Ace Clubhouse show.
18: Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's Hillmar. But, anyways, uh, I'm not even angry anymore. I'm just flat out depressed. Um, I guess my name should be like, my calling name should be like Catatonic Kyle or something, like Bitter Bill. Speaking of which, being a local around here, I would have took that bet months ago. But funny how things change quickly, and I've done some research for you. You should be going to Dew's in Modesto for your steak.
3: Is it a good spot?
18: Yeah, tableside side uh, Caesar salad, that kind of place, really good. Sometimes I have live music. It's in downtown. It's, yeah, it's sta- uh, pretty good.
3: I'm scared Bill, Bitter Bill like, doesn't <laughs> even know where that place is.
18: <laughs> well, he should because it's uh, one of the better spots around there. But uh, anyways, so uh, what do you? Who do we pitch tomorrow? I think for in the ninth, you got to stick with Lou. I think if you uh, replace him, the confidence can go down. So, and I've always been a Lou fan since 2018. Uh, I was saying this guy's the closer of our future. I've never been down. You know, he pitches a good. Has one bad game, maybe two. People are all you know throwing him off the cliff now. I've never been with that. Uh, so that's basically what I think, and I think we should go with tomorrow. And then the other thing is, uh, why did Melvin not pinch run for Tony Kemp and kept Lowry in and then put him in the, put Tony Kemp in the back? Because we could have had, uh, Lowry to bat in the ninth instead of uh, Tony Kemp.
3: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Let me yeah. think about that. By the way, what what, what is that steak place again?
18: Dews, D-E-W-Z. I Dews. Z.
3: Yep. I'm actually going to look up the menu right now. I, I am that depressed. I'm even going to look
18: up the menu. Yeah, I'm no longer. I, I've gone through the cycles of frustration, starting with anger, and moved on to the depression depression stage right now. Oh, okay,
3: it actually, Dews comes right up?
18: Yeah, yeah you're, not, you're, you're, you're not,
3: your, your credibility has just gone yeah. up right here.
18: It's like, God, I wish I had took a bet, 45-0, uh, going, leading the eighth year Later, man, if you took that bet, you'd lose three in a row, I don't know how much money I'd make. At this point, it's just like, which team? It's just like both teams don't want to win the division. It's like, who wants to win it the least?
7: But yeah, that's that's it. That's yeah. it. that's all I got. All right,
18: thank you for the Uh-oh. phone
3: call. I'm looking at the menu at Dues. I just hope to God I do not have to go to this place. And lose the bet. Uh, let's go to Eddie and Lodi. Go ahead, Eddie.
19: Hey, Chris, appreciate you taking my call, man. Been listening to you since uh, your days in '95-7. Always you. appreciate everything you bring to the table, brother. Um, First-time caller, man. Just been listening to you for for a while here on A's Cast, and is is this frustrating, brother? Um, you know, I I felt like we were kind of dead in the water before we traded for Marte, Harrison, and Gomes, and you know, we bring him in, get a little get a little buzz going, and it kinda of feels like that's wearing off again. And it's it's hard to see because, you know, we're we're not we're we're still three and a half back, but it doesn't feel that way. I, I just don't it's hard to feel confident in this team and you know, obviously we've always we've been trash all season with runners in scoring position. Everybody knows that. That's that's the obvious statement to make, but you know, if we if we still have the lead, man, your team, your pitching's got to pick you up. Your bullpen's got to close it out. One run lead, yeah, we, it could have been more these last few games, but it is what it is, man. It's it's like we need some dogs out there, man. Like you know how Balfour's screaming coming out, he's all pumped up. Liam Hendricks yelling at the when he's striking people out. I need I need some dogs on this team, man, to, to fire everybody up. And I don't know if it's veteran presence. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take, but, I, you know, it, it's tough when you see Marte and Harrison come in there and these guys are just, they got energy, they got swag. And I, I just feel like outside of Olsen, they they automatically are the best players on the team, you know? And I don't know what that says about the roster. Maybe I'm, I'm overreacting. I'm better. No, no, no. I'm looking at the eye test, man. They, they, these guys are the best players on our team right now.
3: I think you're right. I, I I mean, right. I mean, you could not say that Starling Marte is not the best player on the team. And I think what you said also is something that I was – someone said earlier, and I wanted to harp on it, but I didn't get to it. But yet, what happened to the swagger? Where's the swagger? Where's the fun? Where, where, where is who this team's DNA is? Because, I mean, other than Starling – and I mean, Jan Gomes has been good. I mean, no question at the home run tonight – uh, but we want to talk about, and I interviewed Josh Harrison today on A's Cast Live. I mean, Harrison and, and Marte—they got swag. Where's everybody else's swag? Where did it go? And how do they get it back with 36 games left?
19: I, I have no idea, man. Well, they're wiping out this this wave is—it's turning, and I don't know what it's turning into, man. But it's—it's it's not looking good. You can't—you can't lose these games. You know, all of these games matter. And the, we've had a, a couple of measuring stick series, you know, um, with the White Sox. The, the, the Yankees have won 10 in a row. Like, they, they're they they're steamrolling right now. And we got them for four games. And from what I've seen, what, what are we going to do to keep up with these teams? You know, and it, it, it's tough, man. It's tough being an A's fan. I, I know there's, there's still... 35 36 games left but th- this is this is who we are at this point and who, who's gonna who's gonna rise up who you know Marte and Harrison those that's those are two players you know Olson was an all-star you know for the half of the season or however long it takes you know whatever 80 to 100 games whatever it is he needs to finish the season like an all-star you know like he had a good game good game today but he's also hitting his double plays and you know, I'm not going to nitpick everything Olsen's done this year. He's he's carried us, you know, a, a lot of the way. But, like, man, you, if you're going to be an all-star, you got to be an all-star all season, baby. You know, you got to bring it home. Yeah, and the, uh, we, we the, your the Marte's an automatic double. You know, bring him home.
3: The the offense has to start scoring some runs. they got to help this pitching staff no out. they got to help the bullpen out. How about a couple of easy games? How about a couple of games where not every pitch down to the last second? That would help. Thank you for the phone call. All righty. It is now time to see what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. All righty. Tomorrow, 12:37, first pitch. Cole Irvin against Chris Flexen will have A's. Total access for you. At 11.37. And it looks like Emo. Scott Emerson will be our guest tomorrow for A's total access. So, everybody, go to sleep. Clear your mind. You wake up tomorrow. As I mentioned earlier, Annie said it. The sun will come out tomorrow. And you got 36 games left. What's this team going to do in the next 36 games. Make or break time. You got one more against the Mariners. Day off. And then the hottest team in baseball. The Bronx Bombers come to town. Are you in or you out? We're going to find out. 36 games starting tomorrow. We'll see you at 11.37. And once again... First pitch will be at 1237 right here on A's cast and the A's radio network. Have a great night, everybody.
6: Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCopolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California.
20: G'day mate. As an Australian, I'm a croc expert. Crikey, get him away from me. I mean crocs like the footwear. And as a croc expert, I have to say, I like Foamies from Skechers bloody better. Because Foamies have that stylish, trendy look, plus Skechers' world-famous comfort. All for a price that's down under the competition. Skechers is the comfort technology company. And Foamies have comfort innovations your whole family will love. Foamies are ultra-lightweight, water-friendly footwear that are flexible and breathable. Perfect for kicking it by the pool, grilling on the barbie. Or comfy enough to go on a walkabout. Plus, only Foamies come with fits and features like ArchFit, with podiatrist-certified support. And Max cushioning that feels like you're walking on big puffy marshmallows and foamies are perfect to keep you cool this summer or warm in the winter which is great because it's actually winter in Australia right now good on your sketches so get yourself some machine washable foamies by sketches and don't get bit by crocs he's a mean fella find foamies at sketches.com a sketches store or wherever stylish footwear is sold
0: At Navy Federal Credit Union, we help our members execute missions every day, like Operation...
17: Earn cash back on tutus, dance lessons, and tiaras, so I can get a little more towards something for me.
0: Or Operation...
17: Pay for soccer, pay for piano, pay for dinner. Then use the cash back on something for mama.
0: The cash rewards card from Navy Federal gives you 1.5% cash back on purchases and has your back with fraud protection. Apply now. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Open to the armed forces, the DOD, veterans, and their families. Insured by NCUA.
17: This has been the A's Clubhouse Show.
6: Brantley going back at the track, right to the
4: wall. He'll turn and watch it fly.